had one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My co-hosts are Jude and you <laughs> <laughs> forgot our name. Welcome back to our weekly podcast, Gimme Game, and my co-hosts tonight are Jude. How is? And Gary. Hey. Carl. What's happening? And Thiago. Hey, hello, fellas. And for any of you that are not aware, my name is Mark. If you want to get involved or leave feedback, feel free to contact us on podcast.gimmygaming.ie or join our Discord server, the link for which will be below the podcast. Our, on today's show, we are going to start off by talking about a game that we've all played and want to give our feedback on. The game is called Journey to the Savage Planet. I'm going to start off uh, with my feedback on the game. I've 100% of the game and I've played it for about 25 hours. It's a relatively short game. You can complete the game in in between 7 to 12 hours. Um, there, to start off with, there, the game has colourful gl- graphics that I, I actually really enjoyed. It's a first-person uh, shooter-style game. Well, uh, a lot of vertical exploration the the movement in the game is very fluid at the at the beginning when you're first starting off the game can be a bit slow to get into and i found for the first hour or two i had to um push myself to play it but the the more the more i played it the more i was enjoying it there was a few things that uh like negatively affected my gameplay were such as uh, a bug that caused my xbox one to overheat and crash uh, a couple of other bugs where somebody the characters that uh, the things you have to kill in the game were frozen in place and you couldn't interact with them um, oh, yeah you had bugs like that yeah uh, the, I, does it... I didn't have anything yeah well Myself and you, Carl, we were playing on PC. Mark was playing on Xbox. And I heard of the crashing bug already. Um, I heard it if uh, there was another podcast I was listening to and just so happened that they were playing the game as well. Um, and he had the same thing happen to him with his Xbox. It shut off. It actually shut off on him twice at the exact same point. Yeah. So it's just a certain bug for that point, like? Yeah, with me, I was slapping an item. Um I think I was slapping the, there's these items that you collect to improve your stats in the game and I was slapping one of them and the game just froze and overheat, overheated. Yeah. There was there was a few other bugs that I didn't like about the game is because the game is so open world and it's very vertical you can come into sort of boss areas in different ways and I came in in a way that the developer wasn't expecting people to do and it didn't start the boss loop so huh. when when i killed the boss um the second stage of it didn't appear so i ended up having to reload the game and start again and go in the proper way to uh, for about 10 20 minutes i was wondering like why can i not that's, do a certain thing on, yeah yeah you haven't got that kind of notification that like you know well done pat on the back you know boss is dead kind of thing yeah Although it, probably you would have thought maybe like oh one of these things where i don't know what to do next maybe you know what i mean it was after happening like you know yeah um like it feels like they i don't know they could have put more development time into it because i found there were some some enemies that were kind of like bosses that were quite easy to exploit yeah and yeah. um, that at that... the start probably the first kind of mini boss you come across it's 
easy to exploit. I, I uh, think we, let's let's just 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 declare to to the listeners as well. There, we're, we'll try stay spoiler free as much as we can with the game. And uh, when we're explaining certain areas, it's probably going to give away one or two different things about the game. But as best we can, we'll try keep it a spoiler free show. Yeah, you'll probably notice I was pretty vague on boss and and things. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I I found the the same thing when I when it actually came to all the bosses. Really, there were, there was one way to kill them, and you had to follow that way. I I don't think it was like to. I think that's actually the way they wanted you to kill them bosses, and there was no other way to to do it. The mm. I, f- I found there was a way. Oh, to... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking. Oh, how do I say it without spoiling it? Say it with English. Um, I wouldn't. Even... <laughs> it wouldn't even be a be a boss. It was kind of like the first mini boss at the start. The first and... mini boss. You jump over kind of a, a gas, like a mountain thing, and you find your first um, teleportation yoke. It's the the rolling guys. Yes. Guys, the spin at you, yeah. How did you? How yeah, did you so find you an easy you, way you to, to get them? You jump like uh, the first ones you come across. You have to jump over a gap to get to them. Yeah. And I just ran back, jump, jump back over that gap. They followed me, and they kept running towards that gap, but they couldn't get to me. Yeah, and as, as well, I found another little easy way while I was playing it. It was, uh, if say if there was any sort of a ledge and they were on a certain level, if you jumped up onto that ledge and they spun at you, they kind of hit the wall and stayed spinning for a little second. And then when they stopped, they did the, you know, stance, the whole stance. Killed them kind of thing. Yeah, kind yeah, of way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was like when I did that, when they, when they spun for a bit longer and then they stopped, it was like they actually held the point of, how you killed them up longer for me found that all right when i went into the there's a certain sort of fiery part and they have them and um you had to fight multiples and i just i, I did it as well I, I got up there's a little ledge i could open a ledge they kept hitting the ledge and i just kept shooting them and then got them pretty easy i i just love the uh whole the, the the little the little creatures in it that are going around the world like every single different one has a different like style to them and <laughs> like like the, the the I don't want like I don't really want to give it away but like the ones that go around just screaming <laughs> yeah. that, like, when I first heard that I had to keep, keep taking my headphones off I was like is that happening in the house or is what's going on here you know <laughs> I was actually on the call to him when he was playing he got to that point and he thought it was that funny that he got his missus to listen he's like watch 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 this watch this and he went around and I'm, I'm, one. I'm, I'm, he tried to run around and find one and at the point when I gave her the headphones to look at it I was like now now I can't find one and all lived in the room was running by me screaming yeah. the whole time yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Um. So, hour wise, how how much hours is every like Mark? You said you what twenty five hours into it? Twenty five. Yeah. Twenty five. I've got fourteen on record now, but it's, uh, when I was playing, it was during the day with the kids' school runs and stuff like that. So I'd say I'd earmark at least three of those fourteen hours off. But I only got to around sixty percent on the game. I didn't hundred percent. Yeah. There. Without spoiling anything, when when you complete the game there there's gonna like the the final boss there's gonna be um the end credits there's also another set of end credits for when you actually properly complete the game 
there, yeah. Oh, so you get two, yeah, you get two yeah. sets. Yeah, yeah. Because it's open world, there's always going to be like little side quests and side missions that you didn't need to do to get to the end of the story, but are there for you to. Yeah, to do. I actually completed mine in 12 hours, and that was me uh, playing only when I came home from work and playing for like two hours before Jude started screaming at me to get on league. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so every time I had to I kinda had a had a window that I only could jump on and get it. Like the first time I played it was it uh was on my own. It was the first day I got out and I put five hours into it. They were like that that actually sunk me into the game. Yeah. Hours, like. I, I think after my after about three hours is when I actually got addicted. Um the first three hours were just I had to push myself to play, but once I got in uh, I was really enjoying it, and past the end, after the end boss, there you you get um when you're certain levels on other things, it opens the whole thing up, and you get a very Mario esque style platform and feel for the game then, and it just becomes such a so much of a better game after that. Um, it it's the best game I've played in a long time. Um and it just becomes more fun after the end boss, um, as you can probably notice by the fact that I, I've done done a hundred percent in the game. It's the first game I've ever a hundred percented. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The, the first wow. the first while in it, I, I wasn't enjoying it, but then I, after that, I was actually really enjoying it. So I wanted to spend more and more uh, time. Diego, in it. how did you get on? How did you get on with the game? Yeah, I thought it was a, a very nice game and uh. I, I, about size-wise, as you guys were mentioned, I think this uh, was my first exp uh, impression of the game, actually, because uh, I was like, why is this game so small, download-wise? Because uh, I guess after I finish it, <laughs> I was, how is this so small? Because even though the game was uh, not another Just Cause, uh, it's not, a, of course, a huge map, but uh, compared with the downloaded size of it uh i thought it would it, it would be a very 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 short game and actually it wasn't yeah yeah but, yeah but, like uh, what was it five point hang on let me let me open the launch it's like 5.6 gigs or something yeah i was expecting it to be a tiny game that you'd finish in, a, in like two three hours like some of the other indie games based on the fact that it's an indie game like it it's in in my opinion, it's well worth the the thirty euro you're paying for it, and that that's one oh, thing yeah, you're not yeah. you're not paying the full price. So, uh, my my opinion of it being the best game I've played in a while is based a bit on the fact that it is uh like one an indie game, so it's not going to be full price. So you you even with all them bugs that I pointed out at the beginning, they're generally the only the only issues I had. I didn't have the issues you had with like bypassing. The bosses by doing glitches but i figured out the, the the way they're expecting you to do it uh i, I won't explain how to do it because it'll ruin the experience yeah. for other people figuring it out themselves um, very, really, yeah there's nothing is... really too tricky nothing that yeah nothing that, like got me well there was i'd say there was one there was one point in the whole story that i got stuck at for but in saying that, I probably was only stuck at it for about 20 minutes or so. And then, yeah. yeah, you, you die a couple it. of times and then you get it. But I, yeah. I found there was a lot of that, that stuff. Like, it's pretty intuitive, but you have to try it out. Yeah. It's, it's it's actually, I've opened launch. it's 4.74 gigs. That is 
absolutely yeah, unbelievable what's that's in the game. And and that's that's it. Like my when I when I first absolutely played the game, it was my first impressions was like kind of what is it like apex kind of graphics with uh, no man's sky kind of vibe to it going around. You know, yeah. But that was my first impressions. But then as you go on and play the game, then you start kind of like like it's a standalone, you know, kind of thing. You can you get the the yoke of it like for such a small studio as well like the yeah. developers and all like typhoon and all it's actually a good job i i didn't get i didn't get them feelings off the game at all i actually got like as i said mario but one of the other things i really got from it from the the aoi and like the the storytelling is i'm not sure if any of you are familiar with borderlands and claptrap in that yeah it reminded yeah. me of that a lot no no i just i, I really like uh, as well as uh, how they just like you guys were saying how they mixed a, a very younger uh, gameplay with a more adult mood right because uh not only for example the dialogues with the artificial intelligence uh it's very 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 funny and, but the... i don't know if you guys noticed as well the did you guys notice the emails you received yeah, yeah. Very... <laughs> oh, the ads. The, the, yeah the... Oh, I, I I'm not gonna spoil somebody like even saying some of the names it might spoil it. But the all the the videos I think are worth watching and the yeah, like, like. I watched I, every one of I them watched, again yeah, after yeah. I'd finished. <laughs> I watched know? every single one of them, and then there was one or two that when you, you know, when you get back to the ship to go and and do your upgrades and do all that kind of stuff, and they just randomly have one that you've already seen playing again if you haven't opened up a new segment kind of thing. There's one or two that I actually stopped and stood there and watched again on a big screen on. Yeah, just sitting on the ship. (laughs) It's hilarious. The writing is unreal, right? Um, Story is is brilliant. Like, it's just, it's it's hilarious story. Uh, Visually, it's not a game that I normally typically like. I don't like the likes of, say, Borderlands. I don't like Apex, that kind of stuff. That visual key to it, like, most, most of the games that I'd normally play would be a lot more realistic looking. Um... And this kind of cartoony stuff doesn't really get me, but it was a nice chilled out game. It was a chill. It, it's short, but then you know it's it's not that expensive, and and it's from an indie developer, and you know it'd be good to see what they come up with next, or where they kind of like you know take this vision of Journey to the Savage Planet two, if there's going to be another one, or or, or however they're going their directions are going to go. But it's a I think it's a real fun game. I, I would recommend it definitely. Me anyway. I'd, yeah. There's one one thing in it that I just like the whole time that I played, I like I, I probably had it in my hand like ninety percent of the time, but did not know what the hell I was doing with it. Was that like what was it like a sampler? Oh yeah. I was like, I, I, what? Oh, do do you just want me to explain what you used to do with that? Or yeah, no, definitely because I still now don't the know the sampler you jab it into the different animals to get information on them for learning different skills the 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 part i was saying where you open up and you get much more abilities and you open up all all your different skill trees and you're able to complete the skill trees you have to do all of that uh, to to actually do it it a bit better because i was lost so uh there you have different quests in the game so uh, at the like when you go into the start menu like there be different tasks that you have to do like the to get your engineering level up so one of them is to 
like the the whole point of you landing on that planet is for you to explore and see is it habitable for humans to live because earth has been like damaged so badly um so what what you do is when you go onto the planet you have to jab all the different animals so so even the bosses you'd have to stick it into them while they're alive and Joe Jazz is yeah <laughs> and um as, as you do that um it the tasks get more and more difficult you open up different uh en- engineering levels and then, then well, you doesn't that not make you like you're doing like two of the exact same things then in the game as in you're scanning them and then sampling them and then as well. Them as well. Yeah, because you're only fair, you're only uh, stabbing some of them, yeah, and but, and but you the could do them at the same I time. Completed, I completed this game, completed it, not to the second credit, but to the first credit. Not once did I even use the sampler. When I yeah. got the sampler, it was never explained what I needed to do with it, or there was no prompt at any way throughout the whole game of like you know. Maybe use that sampler there, buddy. And like that nothing. That's why it took me uh twenty five hours to actually hundred percent. I got to the stage where you were, and then I just looked in my journal and went, "Hold on, there's quests here that are still open." And then I read them and I was like, "Oh shit, should have been doing this." One part that would have been better in the story, uh, would have made the game a little bit better is if they pushed you to these quests and went, "You should really complete these." I I found there was a there was a lot of wandering around on um to actually complete your quests but if you open up these um jor- uh, these engineering things it makes it so much easier for you to com- complete your tasks and makes it more fun as well yeah and because... i also seen that it's meant to be coming out for the switch as well now oh yeah yeah they they have it's up in an article there i was reading the other day is this the only game that they have um i'm not even sure who the developer is that's one thing i haven't checked typhoon studios typhoon studios and from what i can see i go to typhoonstudios.com their own official website they have a tab for games and when i click into it it's only coming to savage planet yeah so there must be as well when you look at their when you look at their google you can see there's only 27 employees in the company yeah yeah but they're they're formed by a, a lot of uh like talent from big companies like just look yeah. and did a quick wikipedia there and there. sony and stuff yeah ubisoft electronic arts uh wb games not sure who they are but um one bad thing about it is the studio was acquired by google stadia in december oh no yeah so that suggests that if there's going to be future games it's going to be an exclusive on stadia if stadia doesn't quickly go by the way so yeah back in 2019 wasn't it um gary do me a favor and i would like you to go to uh, typhoonstudios.com yeah and then click on games which is a tab in the top left and now there's going to be we make games and a picture of the development team and over on the right hand side who does that gentleman look like Fella with the beard. Looks a lot like Cerrone. It looks very much like Cerrone, doesn't he? <laughs> Donald... <laughs> That's good. You didn't even have to tell each other that. He knew. <laughs> Donald Cerrone developed this game. I like it even more. <laughs> Works. Yeah. I like that. That's brilliant. And for any of the listeners that are there, I want you to go to uh, typhoonstudios.com. 
open the top left corner, click games, and have a look at the picture. And any MMA fans out there will know what we are talking about. I think would have made it, um, would have given you more reason to do those side quests and get those extra abilities. Adding higher difficulties to the game because, like, you could just run through the yeah, um, so, like, having an extra difficulties, it give you more of an incentive to level up that get those extra abilities. I think that'd mean they'd have to make the AI a bit smarter, though, to, to make it harder rather than it. I think it would get very frustrating if it was just the same thing, just the enemies hit you harder. Um, yeah, yeah, like, it, would, it would be awful like that. You would, you'd yeah, but it gives you incentive to, you know, get those extra abilities to make it easier. But yeah. it also might give some people an incentive not to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, you can still play it on a normal difficulty. Yeah. You what you what they could there, do but... is they, they could they could um they could wall off the abilities. They could have like there's a certain area that you have to get to, and if you don't do X, Y, and Z to get it, you won't be able to. Upgrade they've thing. they've naturally uh, they've actually naturally did that with them and um, that uh, that's the reason why you have to sample the different things they're on the different uh sections of the game and like the the more difficult ones are on that fun the final section now uh gary men uh, mentioned that uh maybe if you ran all across the map you could just uh, probably i don't know maybe even finish the game without killing any creature because uh and that's true. I didn't try that, but I think maybe I, it would be possible to do. I, I honestly don't think you could because they've specifically got areas where you can't actually get it unless you can double jump and and use uh, certain abilities. One hundred percent. Yeah, you, you need to, to to get all the samples from those creatures to be able to do a higher jump to access uh, places that, uh, for example, to get the view for the spaceship. Uh, yeah, but uh, to finish the game, I mean, if you kill all the boss bosses, I think that you just could go through the small creatures, not even. Uh, yeah, you, you could ignore them. It, most of the small creatures don't even attack you, and, and any ones that did, you can easily avoid and evade. Um, I actually, me and Carl actually played a bit of co-op as well. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it it was more fun playing co-op. Than playing single player this is definitely a game that is designed to play with someone else um you can and and the good thing about the co-op as well i can drift off to one side of the map and do a mission and then Carl will get the the statistics and, and whatever upgrade if i did it and then he could go off somewhere else and do it so i did like you know you probably could complete the game in a much shorter time doing co-op if you individually did certain sections each but one thing i did notice is that I had already completed the game at that stage when we played co-op. And when I was with Carl, I was actually managing to get to places that needed double jumps or needed the, the super jumps and all that kind of thing without actually getting them because I knew of other places that I had gotten to before. And you can actually jump up to them and jump down into the ledges like Gary was there, like you were saying, Mark, where you could land, you landed in behind the boss and yeah. didn't start the boss. I was finding ways to get into other places that I needed to get with double jumps. But we didn't have the double jump at that stage. So there probably is a few map designs that they have to maybe relook at that they probably missed during testing that I'm sure like not just myself or, or yourself, someone else probably found it as well. I went, hang on, I actually got here and I'm not actually meant to be here because I don't have the ability to get here. 
Yeah, no, I love playing at our co-op. Uh, it was just from going from single player and then straight into co-op while I was still doing it. Like on my uh, playthrough. That's what I thought was brilliant, that I could just get a friend to jump in and give me a hand, like, or something like that, or if there was something that I was really, really stuck on, or boss, well, I didn't, I did get stuck on some, but I eventually got them, but yeah. uh, if if you had two people there, you'd, you'd, two brains are better than one, you know, so, like, you'd always kind of get them quicker, and I, I found it was just much fun, much better fun trying to jump up into places, I mean, like, me and you, with the whole, like, grapple thing, when I got it, we were kind of, like, racing to the top of things and all, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. When we first got the grapple, um, I don't know if you remember when when you go into the teleporter straight away after you get the grapple, you go through that teleporter and there's the part of the cliff that you go up and it's like eight grapples in a row. And me and Carl were like shooting each other and killing each other and like trying to get to the top <laughs> of it faster than each other. It was good. Um, oh, can you kill each other? Yeah, 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 you can kill each other. And then you go you go down and you're on your knees kind of thing and you're you need to be revived and there's a was it a 30 second timer something like that um and you had to if get did, them within 30 yeah. seconds if you didn't the loot got dropped like you know when you died and you got that loot box and you had to go back and collect it how um, yeah how did you find it with the mouse and keyboard versus me on the joypad um i actually because of me being brand new like literally one of me first games that i played on the pc uh, my 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 uh left hand was just cramping up to bits man <laughs> like i had to find myself to like i had to stop myself from playing for a little bit and all and just like watch videos and stuff like that because my hand was cramping so hard because i'm just so used to having joypads me have to put my hand up and pressing like that that was that was messing with me but i eventually got there in the end and figured yeah it out. you usually when it comes to like force person games on consoles there's usually some form of auto aim and like your cod games like you just pull down the trigger and it's going to aim at what expects you're going to be dealing with but there's none That's of that in this game so yeah there was, there was a bit of a learning curve with the the aiming to get that pinpoint accuracy i, I, I actually really thought i thought it was really good like i was at the start now yeah i was not shooting a thing but then once i got it down i was able to as well with some creatures like because they, they kind of give you a visual before they actually appear so you're like you know so you can get ready Oh, yeah, little like, bugs that glow yeah, and then they appear. Also, kind of background noises as well that like tells you like because like if you get like a triple kill really fast, you get these background noises that alert you that you've just got a triple. Kill. I mean, real in a real fast amount of time. I t I thought the key bindings were very simple when it came to keyboard and mouse. There was n like nothing like Daisy or anything like that or Arma. You're not you don't have like fifteen different layouts for fifteen different things kind of thing. Um. It was very very simple very easy i had no problem do you have any problem chago or gary with keyboard and mouse no it was smooth gameplay was smooth the mechanics were smooth yeah. everything worked fine did any i had no bugs or anything as well so. I, I was actually just gonna ask did any of you have any bugs no i didn't have any bugs uh, whatsoever yeah like uh, i i had exploits yeah, I had one other bug as well that I, I forgot to mention is if you went back to the Xbox dashboard and you tried to blow back into the game, you couldn't. You had to kill the game and start again. But I find that that's like, even even when I play, right, I have an Xbox, PlayStation, PC and Switch. So when I play on the PlayStation, it rarely, like, ever, ever, like, it like, never crashes. But when I played on the Xbox with the same game, I found a crashed 
a lot more <laughs> frequently. Like even with like when I was playing PUBG, I found that game crashed on Xbox a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I played uh, me me and Gary actually played a lot of PUBG on Xbox. And it crashed a lot. Because I was on the Xbox, I was on the original yeah. Xbox One. I wasn't on oh, the. Oh yes, that's right. You did actually. Yeah, I was on the Xbox One X. I never had a single issue with it. What were you on, Carl? Xbox uh, One. Just Xbox normal. One, Xbox One S, I think it was, or something like that. It's like. I had, had a few I, crashes on that, dude. I had not yeah. as much as me. At the beginning, you had crashes, and then after that, it stabled out, and you didn't have crashes again. So yeah, that's maybe. probably why you forget it. Maybe they're, yeah, maybe they, 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 there wasn't that many, and it just doesn't. Yeah, but that's uh, with that with this game. Say this game though, I didn't, I didn't have any. Like I, I thought it was smooth. Oh, maybe it was I'll, developed I'll more for PC, um, and less for console. Console was maybe a, a something after the top, an, an afterthought kind of thing. They were probably first originally developing a for PC platform, and then they were like, right, well, there's a lot of buzz maybe generating around it, and. Excuse me, people are calling, like, looking out for the console version, maybe. Yeah, that maybe. would explain why they're late to the Switch as well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd probably give this a go on the, on the Switch. I, yeah, I enjoyed the game that much. Well. Because it, it feels like it'd be one of those like on-the-go kind of games as well, you know what I mean? One thing that was impressive is unique enemies, and like the ne- levels are not similar whatsoever, because you've seen some AAA games. All bosses are the same, with a different yeah. skin. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse when you get a game and you're like, you just grind and it's like, oh, so it's the same as that other guy. Maybe I just, and I just have to do an extra jump to the left. Or, you know, it, it's it, he's he's doing one more swing, so I'll just wait till he swings one more time and then I'll swing. And you're like, it's very repetitive. In this, there was so many different uh, minions, whether, whether it be the small ones. That did the different things. All those little little mini fat guys that walk around. <laughs> like, there was, what, how many, like, five different variants of them? Or six different variants of them? Those guys had different mechanics. Um, what, uh, did any of us get caught out by, uh, I'll just say, Boom? Hmm. Walk oh, up. Yes. Yeah, yes, and yes, yes. a little bit trickiest. too close. That was the trickiest I found. Uh, let me... I'm trying to figure out which Let, yeah. little guys and boom. Out. Oh no, no! Oh, the little yeah, I know what you're talking. Yeah, about did you get caught out and not not expect it? Yeah, I oh, didn't. Expect when that when I first found them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. When I first found them, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I first found them, I was like, oh, 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 okay. I thought you meant something else. Right. I, I think I down. know. I think I know what Gary's thinking about. Right. Um. And, and what you're talking about, boom, and that's why I was like, we we can't talk about that. Yeah. It's a spoiler free. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. So. We'll um, talk about it after the podcast. Mr. 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name is... Are we going to give yeah, the yeah. game a score? Yes. Well, we have to. We're I, I, tell, I tell you what we do. I tell you what we do, right? I'm going to get a notepad out and we're going to give a score of 1 to 5. And each one of you is going to... gonna so Each one of us are going to give 1 to 5. And then I'll just get an average out of, out of all of them, right? Right. Mine's 4. I give it a 4. Hang on, hang on. Get your notepad out. I'll give it a four. Yeah, this one down. Four. I don't know what I'm going <laughs> to give it, because like, the game wasn't a masterpiece, but I can't think of many cons. And bear, bear in mind, Gary, it's a half-priced game. Like, it's not a full-priced game. Uh, like, are we just right. blanket rating it, or are we rating it? 
based we'll, on what it is. We'll, what it we'll is. It, so I tell you what. I tell you what. Like you know, for any of the listeners that listen, we'll do a, a one out of five rating, right? And it'll be down to you know, gameplay, mechanics, visuals, um, price, soundtrack. Uh, would you put soundtrack into it? Well, not soundtrack. Uh, audio in general. Acoustics. Well, yeah, you would because it, but they do have like funny fart noises and screams. Yeah, well, it did play yeah. a big part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I suppose yeah. For this one, we put down acoustics. So we got acoustics. We've got gameplay. We've got mechanics. We've got visuals, and then we've got um. Oh, we completely forgot what I said. The, the other one was going to be. Uh oh, price. Yeah, of course, price. So Mark, out of five. This is going to be controversial, but I'm going to give it a five. <laughs> It's going heavy. Yeah, going heavy. It's boy. the best game I've played, and I can't think of how. I, I can't think of another game I've enjoyed as much. All right. I like it. I like it. Um. Yeah, Gary. Uh, I'll give it a four point five. Four point five. You just had to be awkward, didn't you? Well, he just yeah, had to. He just had to throw in the point. He just had to. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to try to find an average out of this. Just, like, <laughs> in, like, point, like, I want someone get, else to give point, in point five. Six, eight, three, four, <laughs> two, nine. I want. I want someone else to give me a point five answer so I can even out the numbers again. Okay, Carl. Um, I'm gonna give it a four. Point five, then, yeah. No, just four. <laughs> Uh, Thiago? Yeah, I think I would I would say three, but uh, just by the way they created all the the game to stimulate exploration of the word, I think I would say four. You'd say four. Right. So and and then myself, what I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a four as well. I'm gonna give it a four because um I just I one thing I I didn't expect was I didn't expect that I was actually gonna like this game, because when I, I looked at the visuals of it, I was like, "This is one hundred percent not my game. I'm not gonna enjoy this." But um, I actually did. I actually did enjoy it. Now it was nice to get a break away from a lot of the games that I'm playing at the moment, which is like very realistic style kind of look and movement mechanics, and to go to something that's more funnier, cartoonier, laid back a little out. bit. Yeah, did, laid back, yeah. Did anyone go into this game expecting they were going to like it, in an all honesty? Like, I, I was the same as Jude, but for different reasons. I just thought it was going to be a boring game. At 30 minutes in, I still felt like, oh, yeah. this is going to be a chug. Yeah. This is going to be like, a, a, just going to have to push myself through a kind of one. I, I have to admit, the first two, maybe three hours, I had to push myself a little bit. I was enjoying it, but not as much as the later part of the game but then after that i was absolutely hooked i think i was the opposite i think i think for the first i would say five hours i was loving it i was like oh my god these videos with your man telling you that what you have to do i thought was brilliant and um, finding There's... all the little animals was just great i like i loved the first few hours and the fact that it was like i don't like linear games i don't like to be funneled down a path and go this is the only way you need to go this is the only way you can go, and this is what you need to do. When Just you're doing guided it. completely. Yeah, I hate that kind of stuff. And the fact this was, that it was like, so open, this was like semi. It was refreshing. Was like in between, kind of give you a little way, but like you had to kind of figure it out mostly on your own. 
where to go. Because there was yeah. a lot of times where I was playing it and I turned back and I was like, well, this is where I just came from. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I had to go back the other way. <laughs> some, of the, some of the main quests was kind of like that as well, where you, it tells you to go somewhere and you just think you're going to jump over this and get to this, but then you get there and then they're like, wait, hold on, hold on. You need something else to get to this place. Yeah, so it tells yeah. you to go somewhere else. I, I never had that, that experience. Kind of, it, it kind of... Maybe maybe I was just playing it slower than yourselves. I had yeah, one or guess... two. I had one or two times where I did. I'd I'd you know go to the teleport there, and it would have that little symbol underneath on the the area that I need to go to for said mission. I'd go there, and then I start moving away from the teleport there, and I turn around, and the marker was back on the teleport, and I was like, what? And then I go to the teleporter. When I went to the teleporter, it was saying that I'm in the right place for the mission. Anytime I jumped out of the teleporter, it kept telling me to go back to the teleporter. Did anyone ever notice as well that, like, when sometimes you uh, or you, you'd find, like, a little, uh, you know, like a hidden place, and then you go in, there'd be, like, a little mini-boss in there, and you kill the mini-boss, and then you get this kind of chest thing, and then when you'd open it up, it'd give you the material that you were on the main quest looking for. The alien alloy. Yeah. yeah. So that, I, I, I did that like twice. I found like random little, I was just jumping around, you know, trying to find hidden spots. And there... then finding like holes in the wall. You walk, you have to crouch down to go in them and all. And then you go inside and there's like a little mini boss. You kill him and then it opens up the alien alloy. The yeah. engineer. I was like, well. The engineering two and three give you abilities that allow you to make finding them a little bit easier and a lot more fun because you realize how many of them there is and that's oh, what opens up the game opened up the them. game for me oh yeah that's true yeah yeah there's like there's a hundred or something in, in total or no there's a hundred of those upgrade things in total on the map but the, the the alien alloy ones like like i was saying i completed the game and then i played uh co-op with carl and when i played co-op with carl I was actually exploring a little bit more than I was when I had completed the game myself. I was following more of the missions when I was completing it. When I was playing with Carl, I was more casual and laid back. And because there was two of us to uh, comb one area, I was I was going to areas that I didn't go to when I originally played it. And I was finding those the, the alloys in other places. So I'd say, I think I got probably about five or six of those alloys throughout playing co-op on mine and carl's co-op game than i did actually in my single player yeah well one thing i found when when um i was playing the game when i came back to like the original areas i was caught off guard like how vertical even the original area was that you don't realize it when you're playing the game because it's not put in your head to to play the game like that so when i came back and i was like oh my god this area is so much bigger than it seemed before and yeah, even even back to in in where the ship is, where you originally spawn in the, the snowy part, like exactly, yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. It it becomes a lot bigger. Um, there's so much more to do there, but I wouldn't bother with it until later on in the in the game. Let it just naturally happen. Yeah, yeah. So out of out of, I think everybody score. Like I mean, Mark gave it a five point five out of five. Carl, Thiago, myself gave it a four. Gary had to be awkward and go four point five. So four point three, um, I think. So four point three, I'd say four point three for an average score. Now, but that's pretty damn good, in, in my eyes. Like, I mean, if you're looking for a nice short indie game that's gonna grip you, that's fun, laid back, chilled, 
um, definitely Journey to the Savage Planet would be my recommendation. Yeah, definitely. Me too. I would recommend it to play it. It's good. It's chill. It's cheap. And you get a nice gameplay out of it. And I think you can figure out by me giving it a five. Like, I, I'd recommend it to anyone that, uh, to give it a go. I, I wasn't expecting much and absolutely loved the game. Yeah, so now we're going to move on to the news section and our first topic is going to be the Xbox Series X. It's the announcement of uh, Microsoft's new console. They've given it a few bits of information. They haven't, they've been a bit vague on it, such as uh, they highlight that the graphics unit in it is going to have 12 teraflops in power. So like to anyone that doesn't know more PC style specs, they won't know what that means. But if anyone knows anything about PCs, you, based on the power in the AMD cards, you'd put that in between an RTX 2080 and a 2080 Ti in performance. So it, it's up there. So this is going to be a very powerful console. Um, it's also going to have hardware accelerated ray tracing and that's just for improving lighting in the game and shadows make it look more realistic because uh, it creates natural real um real light sources and real shadows just just improves the game a lot better the at the moment the only one the only ones that could do hardware ray tracing were the nvidia group of high-end cards and um, there is another feature that helps improve performance is um, one is called variable rate shading and that it all it does is it pulls out part, parts of pixels on the screen that it, it doesn't need and it prioritizes others to keep the same level of graphics and it's, it gives a stable uh, frame rate will smart anti-aliasing basically would it be another form of that but that is generally to improve the the graphics yeah, smooth things yeah. out where this is to maintain uh is to it removes things that it, it doesn't think are going to affect the visuals while improving the performance so it's more mm -hmm. of a performance thing um then so hardware side, they're, they're, they're really, really stepping up the game in comparison to, say, it, one thing about this one is it, it's stepping up the game to, to get more in line with the nowadays PC kind of thing. Like yeah. It's competing with, like, what the average PC user would use now. Because that would be, you know, the main argument of, you know, would you go console, would you go PC? PC's argument past this before this would be like oh, more performance more graphics more uh, cpu ram blah 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 it seems that xbox has definitely stepped up their game in like hardware wise that they're really going like okay well we hear what you're saying and uh, here you go and i've delivered it really yeah the, the unlike the xbox one and the ps4 they were based on like mid mid-tier uh pcs the xbox one appears to be based on the highest end uh, PC, so it's gonna last a lot longer than the previous consoles did. Um, so you should get a better experience from the get go. There's also a couple of other cool features, such as an SSD for improved, like, um, everything is gonna load better. I, I, 
it, it hopefully it's going to be like the the PS4 one where they Samsung created a custom SSD and they've made some tweaks in the console to make it that the the game the game loading is much quicker so it can be near instantaneous in some sections. Um, there's also another uh, component called Quick Resume and it just allows you to um, quickly resume multiple games. Like you suspend the save, you want to go down for your dinner or something like that. You can just jump back straight into the game. You don't have to worry about loading loading the game. It's just turn it on and play. So there are more. this console really seems to be focused around best experience for the gamer. And yeah, hang on. It's like mu- multiple games can suspend. So you could have two or three games on the fly. And you can and switch between back. them. That's brilliant. Now, see, when I when I read that that like said a topic on that real quick, I just thought it was like a quick resume for the the single game because you know, as it stands with the Xbox now, you'd be like you'd say if you go back to your home menu, or or even a Nintendo Switch has the same thing, that the last program that was opened is still kind of suspended there, but it takes a second or sometimes some games when you click it, you have to watch a loading screen before it gets back into where you were at before kind of thing. But the fact that this has like quick resume for multiple games, that's brilliant. Yeah, there, there's a couple of other features that are fo- focused on improving the gamer experience with the console, such as dynamic latency, just to that'll improve the feel of playing the game. Like your uh, for Twitch gamers and stuff, it just when you move your joypad the character on screen is going to move a little bit better and Microsoft are working with TV manufacturers to help improve that again and they've also added 120 FPS support this is this has been a thing on PCs and competitive PC play for a while so it's good now to see that the the consoles are up there now as well and they they have similar things to to give them that uh competitive lego they're taking so in other words what you're saying is they're taking away my trump card yeah they're taking away my trump card to say to a console player as like, well you play at 30 fps whereas i play at 120. don't so. you be bashing on us console <laughs> players all right man? knew you were going to step in console yeah. is, is me birthplace and I'll always be it and i'll always have so we we have one other uh, main component that they mentioned, which was the the smart delivery, um, and that just allows you to buy a game on say the original Xbox, and when you play it, um, like Microsoft games, they will allow you to get the be able to play that on the Xbox Series X, and. Uh, CD Projekt Red, they didn't actually have to announce this, but they said they they want to give the the gamer gamers that free upgrade for Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. It's the most, in my opinion, it's the most anticipated game of the year. Um, I can't wait, cannot wait for that game. That yeah. that game is that game is looking unbelievable. When that got when that got and when Keanu Reeves came out to like do that did the press release for that, I was like, what the fuck. Yeah, I I've specifically avoided all all footage of that game. Because, yeah, Is no footage. Too? Full stop. I haven't no. I haven't watched anything, and I, specific... I I have literally only seen the E three with Keanu Reeves. And yeah, you're beautiful. You know, <laughs> that's about it. Yeah, I've sucked in every possible screenshot, every possible uh, video clip, 
anything that has gone out on the internet about that game, I have watched every little bit of it because I am like I'm gagging. Right, keep going yeah. on. With your and while while we're on the the lines of CD Project Red and like Cyberpunk, they actually own an, another product called GOG GOG Galaxy. It's a it's a game loader like Steam, um, except for it's for DRM free games, and they generally uh, try do the best by by the gamers like the DRM free so. Uh, it doesn't matter whether like you have internet access or if GOG goes tomorrow, you you have that executable. You can you can download a backup of the game and you can install it anywhere you want. So it it's truly your game. Um, so what a new thing that they've added is they've added a money back guarantee that thirty days, no questions asked. Uh, you can get a refund on the game. So you could play it for twenty nine days and go. All right, I don't like this game. I'm gonna refund no, it. Even no. if I play all through it, like yep. Even if I finish so, the game, yeah, because you you're, you're generally end. gonna complete a game in thirty days, you know. Yeah, so but kind of, is, there, is there not a way that like they they could possibly be exploited over this? Yeah, there, there's a big risk to it being exploited, but they they're generally thinking people that buy games from the likes of GOG are people like me. Uh, like I, I buy games to support good developers, and I, I buy games like to the to support good companies. So like, you they... have bought games and you have them on your Steam account that you have never played purely because the developer is a good person. No, because they're a good company. Yeah, well, uh, and like they've made a they, they've made a good game. To... I, I've 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 spent thousands on games that i've never played maybe on the odd one out but they're they're banking on the there's going to be enough people like me that this is going to add goodwill it's going to show them this is where money away yeah (laughs) yeah free marketing as well yeah and uh free marketing is it is it's it's you know what it it, yeah see when i hear it all i can think of is people are going to exploit it like for but people can one... get free games anyway. Yeah, so you... if people want to play a game, they can play a game. Yeah, it's <laughs> le- it's more hassle, and they they have one thing in their clause that if you take advantage of it too much, they'll prevent you from doing it. So say if you're doing it to like five six games, it's like bump gone. Yeah, you don't I, I, I don't I don't do it anymore. Yeah, I don't know if I ever see the exact the exact numbers or something. Yeah, yeah, that's just me giving it's a random just... figure. Just... Like... You know what? In an ideal world. GOG is like, you know, and what they're doing is is brilliant. It's amazing. They are an, a, a great launcher. And for what they do for like small developers and stuff like that, and the cut that they take, which is so small in comparison to say, you know, their main competitor being Steam and that kind of thing, it's brilliant. But and uh, all I can think of is like for every one of you, Mark, there's probably like a hundred not Marks. But where where are them people ever gonna actually buy the oh, game? Oh hi Mark. <laughs> and uh, the just a bit of a plug here for GOG Galaxy. If any of you aren't familiar with it, it's a launcher where you can connect in all your different launchers into it, and you can have all your games in one place. So, like, I have Steam connected to it. I have the, my Xbox One, my PlayStation, and you can launch games from them. Um, I've got Origin, UPlay, Epic. So, um, as the the guys were playing Journey to the Savage Planet. Um, on the epic launcher they could have just went into this instead if they didn't like the epic launcher or if you didn't like the the steam launcher or if you just want to have it all in one place you can do that and does it not 
like with Steam, you can put a non-Steam title on, like like say you know Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, I put that onto my Steam, and I've I in my Steam because I've got I've got hundreds of games, and I've all got them all categorized. I ever only ever put the ones that I'm playing into my favorites. Close all the other categories so I don't see all my games, and I just play the you know five, six, seven, eight games that are on my list. And with Escape from Tarkov, when I hit launch, it actually opens up the Escape from Tarkov launcher, and then I launch the game from that. Rather than having to go and double-click on the launch and then open it and then launch it from that, it's all in my Steam library. Is that the way it works, or is it just purely the game and bypasses the launcher 100%? Um, I, it should be that it's going into the launcher. Um, like, it, it'll op- it'll if you have Steam open, it's going to run it that way and it'll jump straight into the game rather than open it up the like tarkov launcher oh that's good that's good yeah because it's using the steam api rather than you just using an executable for the launcher to launch the launcher yeah it it never really seemed to to make sense for me i did it because like you know it's a feature there and it was gimmicky and i was like ah i'm gonna you know add my non-steam game to it and kind of thing but when i launched it the very first time i was like yeah so like i'm launching dead by daylight from it there now and steam didn't appear anywhere on my screen it just launched the game oh yeah but with dead by daylight it is literally into the game it's more games that have launched like if i add my league of legends it's gonna launch the launcher rather than if league of legends has an api then you can actually add the api to this but then it you would rely on someone actually creating that for you like someone with developer skills but that means in the future someone can create that and just throw it up on like github and then add it and then it won't open the launcher it'll just launch straight into the game straight into the game yeah which would be good yeah Yeah, at the start start off they have like the gog xbox live playstation steam uplay origin and epic game store it's the only place that has all of them so it's a very good starting point that you just go to this one place um, I gen, I gen. Do you see? Do you see all of us friends from the mall? All that, yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's brilliant. And that finishes up the news. If you have any questions or feedback, feel free to contact us on podcast at gimmegaming.ie or join our Discord server. The links of which are going to be below. Thanks very much for tuning in, and we'll catch you all next week. <laughs>